Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. Welcome to Inside the Jungle, your podcast for discussing all things Auburn basketball related. I am your host, or I am your co-host, excuse me, Chandler, um, and I'm joined with my co-host, Jace Phillips. Jace, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Chandler. How about yourself? Jace, I couldn't be better. Um, I spent all day with a bunch of crazy eighth graders, so I couldn't be better right now. Um, But... Let's go ahead and get started. Talk about some Auburn basketball. Um, we we've got a bunch of different things to discuss. We got the first two or three games coming up. We got media day. Uh, media day. We got pro day. We got Jabari and Walker's NBA debut, and then they faced each other last night. Just a, a whole load of stuff. So uh, Chance Westry surgery. Yep. Um, what else am I forgetting? Anything? I think that's about it. It's, it's exciting. It's getting close. It's hard to believe that the first, you know, the preseason game starts next week, and then, you know, everything else is pretty pretty right there soon to follow. Yes. Um, and mentioning the preseason game, we'll go ahead and start with that. Um, we, we play University of Alabama Huntsville, um, obviously from Huntsville, Alabama, um, in our exhibition game on, I believe, November 2nd. Yes, next Wednesday. And, um, Jace, what do you know about UAH? Yeah, so UAH, they had a pretty good record uh, last year. I believe they either finished 24-11 and 11 or 23-11. and 11. Um, So pretty, pretty solid record. Uh, they're returning their two leading scorers, C.J. Williamson. He averaged 17 points a game last year. He'll be a senior on this year's roster. And Chaney Johnson, who is, I believe, from Thompson High School, averaged 16.8 points a game last year. Uh, one of those being a guard and one of those being a big man, I believe. And so they're returning the, their two leading scores. And so, um, you know, while they do have those two players, but, I, you know, we sh- should be a game that hopefully we can, we can start off looking good. But um, definitely think it's a team that could – maybe give us a little bit of a challenge, which is good for an exhibition game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm I'm excited to play um, an in-state school um, in, in the exhibition. I believe last year we played the University of North Alabama, yes. UNA, because um, I've got, um, uh, I've got a, a, a kid that went to high school with me um, that plays point guard for UNA, and um, so I think that's right. But so it's it's encouraging, and I'm glad to see Bruce playing other in-state teams. Yes, I definitely agree. I think it, I think it's good, and I think you know just seeing uh, UAH's record from last year, I think it just shows how the the state of Alabama is just you know becoming more and more of a, of a basketball state. Um, 
you know, e- even though that, that team on the other side of the state uh, hadn't been doing so well uh, as well, far as postseason goes. But. Well, Jace, I mean, I don't – we don't need to uh, – we don't need to talk down on UAB. Um, I mean, UAB's – poor things. They're, I mean, they are the second-best team in the state. and That is true. We got South Alabama down south, the third-best team probably, and then Troy and – I think that covers about all the the major teams in our state. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll go ahead and move on talking about our second game versus George Mason. Uh, that's it's funny how we're playing George Mason. I mean, it's not funny. It's just it's crazy how I think back. Um, I think it was like two thousand and six when they made their Final Four run. Yeah. Um, that is. That's the first thing I think about when I think of George Mason. What about you? Yeah, definitely. I think that you know, they're, Bruce loves to schedule these mid-major programs that have a history of making the tournament and doing doing well in the tournament, and making these runs. And just looking at uh, George Mason's record from last year, they did finish under 500. However, looking back at their games, they defeated ranked Maryland by five. They defeated Georgia by 13 at Georgia, and then they also only lost by seven to the national champions, Kansas. So I think that just goes to show you that even though their record was not not great, uh, you know, they are a very competitive ball club that would is going to challenge us early. And they are returning their leading scorer from last year, Joshua Duro, who will be a challenge to defend early on. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that game. I really am. Uh, being the the first regular season game um and like you said i think it'll be quite the challenge but i just the the first thing i think about with george mason is i think what well, who was the co- jim laranaga was he the coach I um, right. and just he's at miami now isn't he yeah so that's kind of ironic how we are face we the last team we faced last year that we lost to in the tournament was miami and then we open up this year with george mason yeah so um just a little a little correlation there um but that's uh j- that's pretty interesting definitely so, um anything else about USF uh, I think that's it for George Mason but USF is our next opponent Oh I'm sorry uh yes that's it for George Mason um but USF USF we went down there and played in Tampa last year we and did. well, we we showed up. We we played a little bit, yeah, enough, well, enough to win, I guess you'd say. Yeah, uh, I don't know how much we played, like you said, but we showed up, um, and they took us to the Dadgum Wire. I remember listening to that game on on my way somewhere, and buddy, they took us to the wire. They did. Um, and I was looking at their season record; they went. Eight and twenty-three last year. Eight wins and twenty-three losses. Uh, three wins and fifteen losses in, in conference play. So they really were not that good of a team. They weren't. I think that just goes to show you that you know basketball. It's just the type of sport you've got to be ready to play on any given night. You just never know who's going to be hot. Um, and you know if if you're not shooting well, you know you're liable to to lose or, or come down to the wire on any night. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, excited about them coming up here 
to play us um, here in Auburn at, uh, I'm going to get it right this time, Neville Arena. Um, just uh, really excited for the opportunity to, to get to play them. Um, they, they return um, their, the third leading scorer, uh, Jameer Chaplin um, is his name. And he is actually from Norcross, Georgia, Meadow Creek High School. Hmm. Um, so I don't know how we, we missed or didn't get in on him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he had been a walk-on on our, on our team. Maybe. Um, but um, but quite the um, quite the opportunity uh, at hand. And just an opportunity to play another uh, like Power 5 school, um, a bigger school with um, some, some basketball. Um, some some basketball. Or I would say history, but I don't really know how much history USF has. No, I'm not sure. Um, but just a, a good opportunity. Um, was was to, am I thinking totally off the off the rocks, or was Todd Golden at USF? Or do you, or do you know? No, I believe Todd Golden came from San Francisco. Well, he I know he went to San Francisco after Auburn, and then he went to. Florida, um, but where I want to say from he came from USF to he might come, have to come to Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, I'm not positive about that. I could be totally off about that, but that that's just a thought um, that crossed my head. But what are we what are we going to talk about next, Chase? Uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit about Media Day. Uh, I know that uh, Wendell Green and Jalen Williams both went with Bruce to Media Day. Um, and, you know, this is Bruce Knight's season. Um, you know, it seems like it's flown by, but at the same time, it you know, it doesn't. Um, but, you know, Bruce, he kind of just, you know, went on to say how, you know, we've got 13 really good players. And, you know, five players might play one day, and then a different five might look better the next day. And I think that just goes to show you the depth that's on this team and, the, the you know, that theme that's of depth that's kind of, you know, been the case the last several years. And I think that's just a testament to what Bruce is doing with this program. Um, I think Wendell Green, he talked a lot about, you know, stepping up as a leader this year, you know, coming in last year as a transfer and still kind of an underclassman and, and learning how things work and kind of getting in the groove of things. He said he's starting to feel more calm, collected, relaxed, um, and just ready to step up as a leader on this team this year. And I think that's just huge because I think when you look back at that Final Four team and you look at Jared Harper, that point guard has got to be a leader on the team. And so it will be huge for Wendell to step up and fill that role this year. And then Jalen Williams, I mean, coming in, being an upperclassman, I mean, being a leader, he talked about that, you know, being so important to him and, you know, how he's waited his turn and how, you know, it hadn't always been easy, but he stayed ready and um, and now it's starting to pay off. And so I'm just excited to see to see those two guys, um, you know, improve this year and um, just to kind of see them step up as two leaders on this team. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I think uh, – and – it's funny how you mentioned Wendell Green. Um, something that I have wondered about is who, and I guess I or I may be assuming wrong, but it sounds like you think Wendell will start at point. Um, and I think options may be Wendell Green, Zepp Jasper, Trey Donaldson. Um, I'm interested who starts at point guard. 
Yes, definitely. I agree. And and an interesting name you just said is Trey Donaldson. Um, Auburn actually had a secret scrimmage with UAB um, this past week, defeating UAB 83-69. to And, you know, UAB is, you know, they are a team that's liable to make the tournament year in and year out. And so I think that that, uh, you know, that's that's a really big win. Um, and it really shows a lot about our pro, uh, about where we're going. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just looking at those stats, uh, Trey Donaldson was the leading scorer as far as guards goes. He has a, he had 11 points. No other guard scored in double digits in that game. So I, th- I thought that was really impressive. Uh, name that also stuck out in that game to me was Chris Moore. He had 13 points and 10 rebounds. A double-double in that game. Deny Broom had 19 points and 8 rebounds. And Jalen Williams had 10 points and 6 rebounds. So seeing Chris Moore, I really think you're going to see him a lot this year step up into a role that, you know, he wasn't necessarily able to feel last year due to injury um, and things like that. But I think you're really going to see him step up. And another reason why I feel like you'll see Wendell maybe start out um, at point guard this year is because Zepp has been dealing with some injuries. Um, And speaking of injuries, um, Chance Westry, um, you know, tell us a little bit about, about that injury. Well, um, I know, what was it, about two weeks ago, he went he underwent arthrosco- arthroscopic knee surgery. Um, and um, from everything I've heard, he seems to be recovering pretty well. But fascinating about his, his surgery was the fact that head coach Bruce Pearl underwent surgery with him um i mean they took a picture right before um i guess right before they went under the knife and there they were there they were sitting there together in their chair um all grins so um i thought that was that was uh awesome that that bruce uh was was willing to i guess undergo the the surgery with his player, um, and just everything that goes along with that. I, I, I just feel like it really built, I don't know, I guess it really built trust with, with your program and with your coach when they can, when they can go through something like that with you. Yeah, I agree. Definitely a player's coach. And, um, that's something that, you know, is not only huge for, for chance and for their relationship, but I think that's huge for, for recruits that we're trying to get right now, that they see just how much of a player's coach BP can be. Looking at Pro Day, um, you know, just reading a few notes on that and kind of keeping up with how that went. Um, I did read that Katie Johnson, his shot did seem to um, be a little more consistent. You know, last year, you know, Katie, he, he was liable to go off any game. And he might go off one game and then the next game, you know, just kind of, 
be off. And then the next game, he might score, you know, 25. And then the next game, not even get 10. So that consistency in his shot, I feel like it's really important. Um, I did read that Wendell is still looking like the best shooter on the team. But I think the biggest thing as far as shooting goes for this team is just the consistency um, and, and making sure that, you know, when, when one person's down, the other one's ready to go. Um, the, the the star player um, in, in the scrimmage on Pro Day I thought was was noteworthy. And I'm expecting him to be our leading scorer this year, uh, no other than Chandler Leopard. Um, walk on, I should say, Chandler Leopard. Um, he scored 14 points, went five of five from the field, two of two from the three point line and two of two from the free throw line. So perfection, um, shooting wise. And he also had five rebounds. So quite the day, um, for Chandler Leopard. Um, and it makes me wonder, do we, do we kind of expect like a Leor Berman role from him this year? Um, is he kind of the 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 notable walk on? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it definitely, you know, shows you. And, I, and I'm pretty sure I don't remember if it was Wendell or Zep, but I remember reading the quote somewhere that, you know, Chandler Leopard. A lot of the days, he's the best shooter in the gym, and that he can go toe to toe with anybody from the three point line. And so, I definitely think that you know Chandler could he could you know be a guy that you know if we get guys in foul trouble he's somebody that might could come in and give us a few minutes and so i think you know that performance is definitely noteworthy and once again trey donaldson you know he's scoring in double digits he had 10 points and shot 50 percent from the field and was two for three from the three-point line kd he had double digits with 13 points I d- it was not the best game from Wendell Green. He was one for eleven from the field with with just three points. But like I said, you know when Wendell's on, he's on. He's he's got the best shot on the team. But that consistency is something that, you know, we're we're hoping to see improve this year for from a few players. Yeah, and just looking at the stat line right here, um, it does not seem like um, Alan Flanagan had the best day. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of seems like he kind of returned to last year's self. Um, I know we had talked about in our last episode how in Israel, Alan Flanagan looked pretty good. He did. Um, but uh, he went 2 of 13 from the field, 1 of 5 from the three-point line. Um, one positive is he did go 4 of 4 from the free-throw line. Um, but just kind of – I'm hoping that's just kind of an off day for, for Alan um, and that he, he may be – uh, he and hopefully he can contribute in a major factor this year, and and um and and be one of the team's best players. Like he has the potential to be. Yeah, I agree. And like you just said, Alan Green going four for or sorry, Alan Green, excuse me, Alan Flanagan going four for four from the from the free throw line. I think that you know that's great. And looking at the other people from the free throw line in the scrimmage, um, we shot eighty two percent in the pro day game um, from the free throw line, which I think that just speaks very highly of, of this team from the free throw line. And that'll be very important. You know, free throws, they can win, win or lose you games. And so being able to hit free throws down the stretch in games, it's, it's one of the most important parts of a, of a good team and a team that can win consistently. Yeah. And uh, Allen uh, actually is just recently getting back from a, I guess a, 
leave a, a leave of absence from the team. Um, it's it's not really known um, what this leave of absence was for, um, whether it was family problems or or what what the uh, reason is. But we are glad to see um, Alan Flanagan back with the team, and hopefully he uh, he has a rejuvenated spirit and is ready to uh, ready to help out and ready to contribute to the team. Definitely, and like you mentioned, Chandler Leopard being perfect from the field. Let's look at the debut of Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith. Walker Kessler, he was a hundred percent from the field in his debut, and I believe. Did he have, he had a double double? Is that right? Yeah, he had a double double in his debut with the Utah Jazz, um, and Jabari also had his debut with the Atlanta Hawks. And I you mean the Houston Rockets? I'm sorry, with the Houston Rockets, but they played at the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I know there was quite a few Auburn students that made the the hour and a half journey up I eighty five to go to go watch that game. Um, and I saw multiple pictures with Auburn students and Auburn coaches and Jabari's family, and I just thought it was really awesome that he had played his first NBA game this close to Auburn. Um, and not only this close to Auburn, but he's from um, he's from Georgia, um, from the Atlanta area. So getting to play that first first ever NBA game that close to his home, that close to his college, it had to be special. Yes, it definitely had to be. Um, and I believe Jabari, uh, he had, he posted a pretty good, um, a pretty good number for his debut as well. Um, yeah. Um, I think he had, uh, I want to say 17 points, um, in his debut. Um, let's see here. Jabari Smith, yep. 17 points and 7 rebounds, 3 of 11 from the three-point line. Sounds like he was shooting the ball a lot. Um, 6 of 17 from the field, um, played 33 minutes. But I think 17 and 7 um, is a good debut um, overall. So um, and quite uh, encouraging to hear about that. Also, recently, um, I think last night, um, yep. At, we are recording this on Tuesday, um, Tuesday, October 25th, and I think Monday, October 24th, um, Jabari Jabari and Walker actually played each other in a game that the Houston Rockets won 114 to 108, and Jabari was the one that pretty much sealed the game for the Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jabari finished with just short of a rebound from having a double-double. He had 21 points and nine rebounds. And like Chandler said, still in the game with those free throws. Um, and how about giving Houston their first win on the year and giving Walker and the Utah Jazz their first loss on the year? Yeah, I, I thought that was a, a really ironic, um, fun thing that happened. Um, also, I think Walker Kessler played – um, eight minutes, um, and he he scored, um, or he did not score. No, nope. he had a rebound. But one thing I will say about Walker um, is that he is really protecting the rim so far. He he's had s- several highlights I've seen. He he's getting several blocks, um, 
in just you know in just four games, I believe he's had a decent amount of blocks already. I know one game he had a few blocks right there back to back, several big highlight plays his first few games. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the the stat line and. I had no clue that one of Walker's teammates um, is Colin Sexton um, from the from the University of East Mississippi. Um, I'm sorry, the University of Alabama. Um, some some people refer to it as East Mississippi, um, but I didn't know that Colin Sexton was one of his teammates. But just uh, that's some fun fun facts for uh, Auburn and the pros. Um, Anything else about Auburn and the pros? Um, no, I don't think so. I think Chuma, Chuma had one pretty decent game um, in the first four games. I believe it might have been the second game he posted some pretty good numbers. Um, but I know that right now he's still, um, you know, he's coming off the bench, um, given some, some quality minutes when, when the Magic need it. Um, but as other than that, I think that that's about it. Okay. Well, um, I believe we have discussed every topic that we 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 set out to. Um, we have discussed Chance Westry's knee surgery. We have discussed Auburn in the pros. We've discussed Auburn's pro day, um, media day, media day, Auburn's Preview. secret secret scrimmage versus UAB. Um, a little bit of a preview of the first three games. Um, so I feel like we've discussed. Quite, quite a bit here, um, quite a, a wide array of topics. But um, I think unless, Jace, you have anything else, um, that'll do it for this time on Inside the Jungle. Um, thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us back. Um, we should be recording again in about two weeks. So I hope you will uh, join us uh, to listen again in two weeks. Thank you for listening, and War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.